Shwut up, brother. Shwut up, brother. Welcome back to the Shwut up, brother podcast hour. I'm Josh Colclager. And I'm Tommy Govero. And it's episode 44. Yeah, yeah. Moving on up. You yep, ain't got nothing special for this for this number, but that's okie dokie. That's what, what, we're eight away from year. That sounds like the correct math to me. Yeah, that's right. Damn, dude, we are crunching time. We need to start planning <laughs> something for that year, Mark. Oops, yeah, we're definitely falling behind on these plans. Falling behind, we got other special episodes that we need to do coming I mean, up. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, mean, we've still never made our conspiracy theory episode that we talked about, like, in the first ten episodes. I mean, we're, 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 we're getting a busy <laughs> end of the year, man. Yeah, finally gonna make good on all our promises, you know. Maybe, kind of, maybe one or I, two. At least. I wouldn't promise that. Yeah, don't count on it, but it's a possibility. We'll see if we get. That means we'd have to go back to every episode and listen, re-listen see what to we them. Promise. And actually listen to them. This can't be an ancient aliens that kind of thing. Definitely. Or we just like listen Selling for a phrase. For oh my goodness, the cat just surfed down. Yeah, don't don't worry about my cat. <laughs> she's just she's a back. Cool. She's distracting you. She is. She. It was intentional. So. Yeah, we got a lot of a lot of good episode ideas that have been sitting on the back burner. Maybe we'll pull some of those up before the end of the year. We gotta do Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy yeah, episode. Yeah, that was a now. recent one that we um, realized we should have done after it happened. Yeah. Oops. Maybe season two, episode forty-two. Yeah. So that'd be like what episode eighty-four. Like a little less than a year from now. Yeah. I mean, we're almost up to your podcast now. What's what's a year of waiting? Y'all been waiting for us to get it together for a year, so yeah. I mean, we haven't talked about like if we're gonna like take a week off or whatever. I don't really. I mean, we haven't talked about that, we but like, about, like, so but we are. I guess our seasons are really just like years. Yeah. So year two, episode forty-two. Yeah, there you Look go. Look forward to that. But uh, yeah, so let's let's not waste any of the precious time since we have so much to talk about, and we'll dive right in with our favorite segment. Uh, I want to correct you there. Oh yeah, how was your week, buddy? <gasps> well, thank you for asking, brother. <laughs> Subverted me. Oh my goodness. Damn, got him. Uh, overall, it was it was pretty pretty good. Um, you know, work is pretty much the same story as usual. Getting to do some some fun project stuff with that, uh. But then Wednesday, I was going for a bike ride on my lunch, and I left my house and like there's a there's a park, like you know a block behind my house and it's a bit of a valley like it, it's set down below everything around it. So to get down in the park, you go down a hill, and usually i ride down this like sidewalk thing and then it it comes up to like a pretty sharp turn so then i slam on my brakes turn and then i i can ride down the rest of the park that way well wednesday i was like you know what i'm on a mountain bike and i could just cut this corner and ride through the grass and get to the path over there and then that way i'll like get to carry my speed through and it'll be nice and fun and yeah i think i'm gonna do that today i've thought about it like every time i've rode through and so 
I head down the sidewalk, go down the hill, cut into the grass. It's a little bumpy, but you know, I got 29 inch tires. They're knobby. They're yeah, you got this. I'm golden. And then I hit a hole that's like a foot deep <laughs> and a foot wide. Not so golden. Not golden at all. My tire goes down in it, and like my handlebars were just loose enough for them to turn on that impact, which. It's like it, you want your stuff to turn instead of like being too hard because then like it's less risk of injury to you, which sounds ironic whenever I tell the rest of this. And like it's just supposed to be better. And so I hit the hole. My handlebars and, and wheel turn just enough that whenever I like bounced through the rest of the hole, I went to straighten up my handlebars and that caused my uh you know tire to go a bit more sideways at which point the bike went out from under me and i just slammed into the ground going full speed on my right side sounds like a really fun time it was it happened so fast dude like i definitely did not have time to so like not react. graceful in slow motion like my creek fall. no i i hit and like straightened up was like ooh that was rough I'm on the ground and then like I got up my water bottle like got through from the the water bottle holder and like something oh my helmet visor like popped off which I bounced my head off the ground pretty good and this was one of those like hey thankful to have a helmet that's what they're here for and uh you know didn't have any like really concussion signs or anything like that but Oh my God, my hip, my side, and my stomach. I think I might have taken the handlebars to the stomach whenever I went down on the ground. Oh yeah. Because it was like my like upper abdomen area and just like a little one inch square hurt that day. And then the next day it was like the top two abs like that. I mean, I don't have abs, but where my abs would be if I was to have a six pack. Right. The top two were hurt so bad. Like anytime I'd stretch out or like take a deep breath or like sneeze or anything i'd be like oh my stomach and then the day after that it was like the top four abs no bruising or anything ever showed up but it just hurt to move and do anything but it's feeling a lot better now and like same with my hip and stuff but i was just like it's like oh dude i'm not not nearly as as young and able to bounce back as i used to be dude i i so feel you on that Man, like, I have just been, I mean, you you know what my schedule's been like lately. Like, I've yeah. just been going nonstop. Man, if I've ever felt closer to 30 than I do now, <laughs> it's now, man. I can definitely feel, I feel like I'm getting older. Uh, but at yeah. the same time, I still feel like I'm young. Like, I don't know. Yeah, like, I mean, it's weird. We are, like... It, I do have to remind myself, like, I mean, I know I'm hurting, and it's because I'm not, like, a teenager anymore, but I am still pretty young, and, like, you know, it's it's going to get worse. Oh, Bella, that was my leg. Did a couple more years, oh and God. start seeing little gray hairs pop up. A couple more years? You mean, like, two years ago? Well, I mean, <laughs> I, I don't actually, like, I get one, like, every yeah, I get them here and there, but not much. I'll occasionally get one of my beard, and I'm like, how have you gotten this long and gone so gray? And then I just get it right out. We'll see. I don't know. 
I can't even grow a full beard yet, and I'm a, I'm I'll be 29 in a couple months, so I don't. Just a uh, late bloomer. Uh, we'll see if I get the gray hair. I just remember my dad, my brother Aaron. I mean, he got gray hair. He also has black roots. So yeah, so that's that's probably more stress induced than anything. Is that a myth or is that an actual thing of stress with gray hair? I mean, have you ever seen presidents before and after their office? I mean, yeah, like I totally feel you. I think it. I mean, I don't know if it's been like, but that's also proven, like, but it's it's very much they're old when they go in and they're like four to eight years older when they come out so like yeah it has people are bound to but i'm just saying like it it does have an effect i think i just don't know if there's any like factual proven stuff to it but i don't know that might be something interesting to look into bella is definitely showing some she right is now. insane today I don't know what her deal is, but at least she's attacking a part of my shoe that I can't feel. Oh, well. Now you've done it. But yeah, so like my bike, back on, back on this story, I had a few few parts get bent out of position. Not necessarily bent, but like it was like uh, one of my, my brake levers was lifted up pretty high. So I fixed that. Okay, that's that worked. So I had, whenever I got home, I, you know, like loosened up my handlebars and I straightened them back up with my tire. And then I readjusted my levers, made sure everything was back to how it's supposed to be, tightened it all down. But, you know, not too much because if I fall again, I want to make sure they'll move and not not break off instead because it's easier to loosen and tighten some bolts and cube riding than it is to be like, well, I can't ride my bike again until I have new brakes. Right. So, but yeah, all in all, like that was, it wasn't a bad too bad of a wreck and it's kind of one of those like hey at least like is gonna happen eventually like you can never guarantee that you'll never crash on a bike but yep i understand the feeling (laughs) completely uh and i'm not even talking about the bike yeah talking about my incident a couple couple weeks ago never thought that would happen no but it did it's just you know one thing happens and like you just got to ride out the chain of events that follows. But oh, I rode it out all yeah, right. Yeah, you did. Went for a ride. Yeah. It was fun. I am happy my Kinda. Uh, my incident was much drier than yours. Your bike was. Yeah, I mean, it, what is it? You man? have something with water. You should just not be around it. Which is not okay. I don't. I'm not a big fan. Yeah. Like of Being unfamiliar in. water. Oh, dude, no. It's like, I got to say, that's that's one of the most otherworldly things on our earth is, like, deep waters and, like, uncharted, unknown waters. It's so... Gives me chills, man. Insane. Whoa. It makes me excited, but in a excited from a distance kind of way. Oh, I don't think I'd absolutely. ever be excited up close. If, if James Cameron or whatever that freaking director was that built the submarine to go film way far down yeah i think he went to the mariana's trench but not like to the bottom of it but uh we're working on it (laughs) elon musk might do it one day um but no uh if one of them guys 
scientist, whatever, whoever, was like, hey, foolproof submarine, go to the bottom of the Marianas Trench. We just haven't been there before. But we want, would you want to go on the first crew? No. Not at all. Once in a lifetime opportunity. Nope. Like, not even once in a lifetime. That's like Can once a in GoPro like. GoPro take my place? A thousand lifetime opportunities. I'll take a GoPro in my place. I would not. No, I have so much fear of that. Like, what do you think's down there? Uh, probably a Kraken. Cthulhu, maybe. That's the thing. Cthulhu's like, like partially joking, but they're for like, real, like even even uh, if we the submarine's made out of a material that even if you do get eaten, you'll just live in there for a few days until you're digested and then zoom on out. I don't know about that. If it's, I would never be the first. Okay, what if it was like the, the tenth, thousand. the tenth, Maybe. all all nine before that were a okay. So do for some three of them got bad. swallowed by something and had to wait for digestion. I would feel better going on the hundredth trip, knowing that like trip eighty three had one thing go kind of bad. Be like, okay, that one bad thing that could happen finally happened. I don't think it works like that, brother. Well, then I guess I'll never go. Like I said, send me the GoPro footage. That's enough for me. I don't know. I that, have no desire to be in the deep. That would be nuts. I like, would rather go to space. I mean, we've we've talked about that too before. Yeah, we have. What, would you rather be like the first crew to go to Mars? Yeah, because uh, honestly, uh, most likely if I die there, it's going to be so quick and instant. I mean, if you die in the deep by something... If something eats me, then it's... No, if you get outside that submarine, you're going to die instantly anyway from the pressure. Probably in the opposite opposite way. I don't know. There's just something about it. Either way. I would rather be in space and die in a fiery ball of explosion. This is a This podcast took... This is is why I love the random ones, because it's just like... Bam goes off. I mean, we haven't even talked about my week. I know. Which, I was just literally thinking, like, bro, I didn't even ask you about your week. And we're getting into this. I mean, let's let's wrap back around to this and talk about my week real quick. Cause All right. Nothing happened in my week. Okay. Um. Spoiler well, alert. Hold on. How was your week, buddy? Thank you for asking, brother. Let me ask. Um. Spoiler alert again. My week was full of nothing but work. Um. So yeah. Sweet. Interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much <laughs> it about my week. So would you rather die in space or in the yeah. Marianas Trench? So back to this. I I, I know you want to like always have the stipulation of like, oh, well, nothing bad will happen to you and you'll be fine, guaranteed. But like that. Well, as guaranteed as they could say. Like, I, mean, I know, but like, I'm just saying like that takes out the whole like real argument of like doing it because then there's real no danger and it's just like which would you rather experience being in space or in the ocean but well like, i never said that there was no danger it's i just said that to the applied. i said to the best of their ability they said you know we haven't had an issue or whatever 10th crew you were like 
you're the first one to go and if anything happens you'll just like if you get eaten it's digested it's made of like indestructible stuff like that was the original pitch well i mean if you're going down to the bottom of the marianas trench it better be pretty indestructible shit. yeah i would argue so and i would think that would be a thought of theirs going down there like hey there might be something big enough to eat the fucking sub yeah pardon my french I think that's the first time I've dropped the f bomb on this podcast in a long time. Let my wife eat the fucking receipt. That's you delivered it like that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's such a good video. I love it. I think you should leave. I was just talking about it last night with uh, with my buddy Zach. He's like, it's so funny. We were talking about Northern Lion, and then he watches him a little bit, and he was like, "You like? I think you should leave." Hilarious. Like he has other friends that are into NL, but they're all like, I don't understand why he likes this show. Like, it's so good. Too good. All of it. The, like, uh, Baby Jarvis, Bert, Bert Jarvis Harley or something like that. It's like in the first episode, the baby uh, competition. It's, uh, oh, dude, it's one of the most ridiculous ones we were talking about. A lot of that. Uh, but I anyway, need to go back and watch we, that. Yeah, we're, we're tracking so hard off of an already tangent. So that might be a show I'd bring with me to Mars. I th- oh, I, I think I could watch it there. I would like it'd be my like every once in a blue moon like super weird comical relief. Mm-hmm. I would want there to be more seasons before I would commit to taking it. Yeah, I mean, I feel like depends on how much hard drive space I got. I mean, because they can fit a lot on a really tiny thing. Yeah. But I know every gram of weight like matters when it comes to space travel. So mm-hmm. play you gotta poop before you fly. But <laughs> I'm thinking like I mean if say you have a terabyte. Okay. How much I mean, this is me asking you as an I like uh average guy yeah. who has I mean, you know my knowledge about computers. Probably a little bit more than average in some areas. Other areas, maybe even less than average. To you as an IT professional, how much, how many videos, shows, I know it also depends on the videos, shows their length and stuff, but how many, just a rough estimate, about how many shows do you think you could fit on a terabyte's hard drive? So, it's going to be... It it's that's a hard question to answer honestly because it depends heavily on the codec used for it. So like how compressed the file is. Mm-hmm. True. You're gonna always have a trade off of like after a certain amount of compression, you're taking a big hit to quality after it decompresses for playback. Um, but assuming like half hour, like twenty five minute episodes at like a pretty good you know, compression with you know i'm assuming like you want 1080 as like the playback yeah so i mean i don't it's a terabyte you fit a whole lot you could do so. how many how i met how i met your mother season. you fit the whole season well i know or but how many times series. oh geez i don't know it, it like it depends honestly what you find the whole pack for because then the pack itself could be like compressed down right even further it's when you get into storage on stuff like it's so so hard to give you a real estimate like that but honestly you would you would with a terabyte you would be able to take enough stuff that you would like 
have a year's worth of shows to watch without repeating anything. That's pretty nice. That's if not s- more. that's a very easy way of putting it. I yeah. should have It's it's it gets so blown out of proportion that like I don't know, it'd be like oh you could fit like eighty seven How I Met Your Mother series. Like you know, like what that doesn't or, really give any or one uh Oh, who's one of these directors that just makes like absurdly long movies? Oh god. <laughs> you can fit one of their movies you on can there. You fit four Titanics or 87 Rugrats. That's a lot of Rugrats. Rugrats. I I I don't know. We might have to do a, a list of what would our if we could bring a list of personal items or whatever, you know, that might be one of our special episodes coming up. <laughs> Let's not talk about our next. Well, no, I I mean that's a. I I don't know. I don't know if we have enough time to think about that. We, <laughs> I, don't I don't know. know. We can try. Yeah, it's uh, like top of my head things that I would bring. Are we going to a deserted island? Are we? What's the stipulation? No, this is going to Mars. Oh, going, going to Mars. or somewhere. This is not coming back. Man, at the moment, I would include a bike because <laughs> I, I would want to have a. You get there and the air, the tires just deflate <laughs> from it's the fine. pressure. No, it's fine. You just fill it with Mars air. Uh, I don't know. Because it's all like it's not like it has to breathe in the tires. It just has to be filled with the gas. People fill like tires with helium to cut down on grams. I mean, I guess I could understand that, but what if the pressure is, like, so different that, like, it's literally messing with, like, the structure of the tire? Well, I guess I'll be like screwed then, but most likely the whole concept is just having the inside. The... You're just taking whatever the air is on the outside of the tire and putting it inside the tire so that the pressure on the inside is a certain pressure as opposed to the pressure outside of the tire. Right. So as long as it's the same air inside and outside, it really shouldn't matter unless the weight of Mars is just so much that the bike itself is getting crushed under its gravity, in which case I probably shouldn't be in there. I'm not going to go into my what-if scenarios. <laughs> All right. But like yeah, I think I'd bring I'd want to bring a bike. I wish I'd be able to bring, like, my computer and stuff, but, you know, that would have to also guarantee there's electricity and internet. And would you bring your Nintendo Switch? You'll have a solar setup. If if there is electricity and internet Maybe that's and what everything we... already provided, like, they've already laid down, like, some groundworks of a civilization. Yeah, so there's a, let's just say there's a camp. Everybody's got their own, like, living quarters and stuff, like, it's pretty much a room, mm-hmm. you know, that you get, a little pod, if you will, uh, you know, let's say everybody gets their own little solar pack for charging their personal items and stuff. Um, we got satellite Wi-Fi. Yeah, something else. Well, it'd be Elon's Starlink. So, uh... And everybody's communicating with Neuralink. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, but then I leave my computer at home because I just have to imagine. Yeah. How many uh, terabytes can I fit in my brain, Elon? 
Well, if you put the extended hard drive pack on your back, you can fit a whole lot. Like, petabyte. Like, dear lord. Not a petabyte, it's like a terabyte. It's so like it gets so exponential. Yeah, like storage. Linux, uh, Linus on Linus Tech Tips, he did like four te- uh, petabytes or something like that. It's crazy. That's like his storage for his servers. It's just like a bunch of like eight terabyte drives, like all side by yeah. side. At least in a setup like that, it's not like just multiple ridiculously large drives where one fails and then you don't actually have true redundancy where that like you could probably have like 13 drives spinning with one laptop right yeah there's He'd, definitely a point where it gets just like you're doing it just to do it just to which <laughs> i definitely think that's oh, where yeah. it got in the video but hey he's it's uh like it's working those, for him exactly so. one of those you know we always thought that we always asked if we could we never stopped to ask if we should not hurting anybody to have that much it's just a lot of it's getting unused and isn't really like the i guess it's diminishing returns like you know once you get over so many hard drives like you don't really gain that much more redundancy as you would just having them as a spare drive to swap out for when another one fails right true you're just like really buying yourself more time before you have to do anything about failed drives eventually Oh, that would suck so bad. You get to <laughs> Mars and, like, the drive that you copied all your stuff onto oh, is, God. like, corrupted. So you gotta, like, reformat it and oh, wipe it. Dude, that would be so sad. Can you imagine that? And, like, then you'd have to ask somebody else if you copy their stuff and, like, imagine all the kind of weird shit that you get on there. <laughs> oh, you dude. You get the it's love guru like from Michael... Like Michael Myers, the love guru. Strictly French cinema, and you're like, shit. (laughs) Or everything's like a New Zealand dub, so it just has a funny accent. Like all those crappy Netflix (laughs) series that are all English dubbed over. So weird. Like I didn't think that was still a thing, but uh, I was severely wrong. Bollywood style, like foreign makeup that's super copying off of a like current hit but it's really badly made yeah in a bad way or bad in a good way i don't know it depends on your outlook on life i guess what else would you bring brother um so you got bike i got my bike i would like it since we have this whole situation i would bring my computer and that entire setup, does that all count as one thing, or do I have to count, like, my monitor keyboard? And no, we'll say, we'll count the setup as a one all package right. deal. Like, it, it can fit in it. How many? It can fit in this box kind of thing. Oh, That's dude. one item. I guess I could break down my bike to make it fit into a box. Um, yeah, just <laughs> I know. keep it simple How like that. How big is this I mean, box? What is the box? Don't be like, oh, like? I can fit these. Well, since I can fit my computer and stuff all in one box, that means I can fit, like, 50 Funko Pops What's, in a box. So I wouldn't bring any Funko Pops. I know, but I'm just saying, don't do What's that. What's in the box? Am I made of box? Can I eat the box? It's a weird These boxes should be edible whenever you get there. They should Instead be. Instead of breaking down, you should be able to eat them. That makes sense. Cook them up on a grill. Um, Honestly, uh, so, all right. Computer, bike, guitar, for sure. Um, 
my wife and everything is that like already included in the trip or do i gotta put them in boxes uh let's leave people out of it okay that sounds like a good plan people and pets and stuff leave out of it because i mean i feel like as far as leisure things go yeah these guitar, are guitar bike are and items. computer are like about it for like fun stuff um but i don't know like survival probably a big ass knife of some sort like a machete but maybe a little smaller for like you know personal protection and just like you don't know what you're gonna need i feel like tools would be very valuable to bring there i'm getting i think i might be getting a little too literal in my head where i'm like well i don't know like water purification tablets seem <laughs> you very know what <laughs> and like 10 minutes later you're like you went screw the bike screw the yeah. computer why am i bringing a bike and computer oh my god i'm going to mars shit. like I need seeds. I need to bring soil. I need to bring like yeah. No, assume that tools and the seeds and all that stuff is like already. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I'd be pretty golden as long as I have the computer. That's my hobby. But keep in mind, with the computer, you don't have internet. I already it's, no. I said one of the stipulations was we have a satellite Wi-Fi, and you said it connects to Starlink. Yes, but it would be like the Mars Wi-Fi. So it would be like a new internet. Like, it'd have to be uploaded. Whatever was uploaded came from whoever is no, on Mars. Have one big ass satellite. Just linkage. for a, hypothetically, man. Bro, why are you trying to shit on my life right now? Because like that's got to be like, this is still early concept of being on Mars. Like you don't think that there, like we would have some sort of it. communication system set back up between Mars and Earth? I'm sure, but I'm sure it wouldn't be utilized for your leisure of YouTube downloading and Steam games and downloading Steam games. Well, I guess that's why I would, that's why you have a hard drive to put all this shit on before you. Well, left. I guess I would be just installing a whole bunch of fucking offline games, and then taking those. Well, but I'm on the contrary, that I don't have internet. You could bring a some. You could bring another item, you know, for a personal server and set up a server for the Mars colony. Bam! Uh, somebody now, else can do that. Now, uh, now you can play Minecraft with the other people. I don't play Minecraft on Mars. <laughs> That's I got Minecraft outside when I'm on Mars. I gotta go dig tunnels and find diamonds for Elon. That's what the real is that what really what it is? Really Elon's going Elon's Elon's gonna make Mars his slave trade Mars diamond mining company. Hey. It uh, might be real. How much money does it make, Elon? And Are you can you ensure my safety? Yeah, <laughs> I'll do it. I'll get you all the diamonds you want, Elon. If I get to come back. I mean I'm not just gonna go. Oh no, it's no, like, a one way trip. Out, like, no. Nope, sorry, it's a one way trip, but yeah, I'm out. Can't be out. You already signed the contract. I'm out. I didn't sign shit. Yeah, you did. In blood, Elon made you do it in your sleep. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. Mark Zuckerberg used his lizard brain to force you to agree to it. It's <laughs> in the terms of service of Facebook. You sign away to, <laughs> to Elon's diamond corp. Bella, stop it. Craziest cat. Bella's in the torture chamber. No, I'm in the torture chamber with Bella. She's the conductor. Evil little kitty cat. So precious and mean. Like, even when she's so being what a shit, she looks so cute. Well, 
We're not done talking. No, about you. we uh, um, we absolutely are. Those are the only things I'm bringing, and I don't care if uh, I have internet or not. I'm I'm just bringing those things because that's what the I love. Yeah. I mean, you can bring like more things though. No, like, like that's I, I have nothing else that I want to bring. You said all the tools and everything else. Like, yeah, what do you bring in? Like you wouldn't bring. I'd bring as the rest of my items get filled up with uh, containers of Kool Aid mix. Next question. Damn, dude, you're going to be like the Kool-Aid man on Mars. I'm the Kool-Aid king. <laughs> I will start saying, You're going to make oh, a lot yeah. of Mars diamonds. Elon Musk, you, Musk bucks. <laughs> yeah, the you, Musk bucks. You're going to have a, make a lot of Musk bucks on Mars off that Kool-Aid. Hell yeah, dude, you know it. So what are you bringing? Um, are you bringing the lemonade? We're going to be my competition. Mention it. Not a bad idea, is it? People oh. are going to be thirsty in them diamond mines. But you know what? I'm gonna bring less of it, so it's demanded at even higher. Oh no! Price. I'm just gonna I'm gonna lie about how much I have. But I know. No, you don't. We're best friends. I know. We help each we help You're each other pack. You're my business if, rival. If here. we are going to Mars together, you don't you can't tell me that me and you wouldn't be like, all right, what are we gonna pack and be at each other's house? Then why are each you other trying pack. to rat out on everybody about me? Jacking up the price of my Kool-Aid while you're over there making bank on your lemonade. You're the one who made this a competition. I didn't make it a competition at all. Why can't we both make bank? I, s- exactly. I want to bring more items for Bro, myself. This is what and happened. S- hold on. I want to no, bring no, no, more no, items. No, 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 no. Time out. Time <laughs> Linda, out. listen. Listen, Linda. Linda. <laughs> Linda. You said. <laughs> Linda, listen. That you're going to bring less lemonade so you could charge more. And I said, I'll just lie about how much I have. And you go, but I know. So what if Before you know, that? Greta? So what if you know? What? Do you okay. got to rat out me, my best friend? True, true, true. You're the one who made it a competition. Well. I was all for it. I was like, you got a good I will call. agree with you on that, except for the fact that you did say competition before that. When? You're my com- You're my business rival. No, after that. Because you're like, we're going together. And I was like, you're my business rival. Because I talked about bringing that, and I was like, okay, you know, I did say, what, are you going to bring the lemonade to compete with me? So, I'll give you that. We're both at fault here. I wasn't trying to sabotage you, though. I was like, ooh, good call. I'm also going to make mine scarce, because you know what? If Kool-Aid's cheaper than lemonade, (laughs) guess what people are going to fucking buy? The Kool-Aid. Unless they want... A 25-cent cup of Kool-Aid or a 75-cent cup of lemonade... If I was a really shitty person, I'd tell them it was fresh squeezed, but use the packet lemonade. <laughs> it's actually Kool-Aid lemonade. <laughs> right. I got it from Tommy. <laughs> I don't like these flavors, bro. Here you go. <laughs> and that's how business rivals became business partners. <laughs> Freaking left Twix and right Twix over here. Oh, man. Um, so I still haven't said what I'd bring other than like some Kool-Aid lemonade. <laughs> You're going to bring less lemonade than I'm bringing Kool-Aid. Yeah. Well, you want to make less money. What? Well, no, not at all. If I want to make the same amount. If as we're going do. as a team, then I, that should be more about us. Like we would have a, we would have a plan. Set now, yeah. Place. Cause now we got to bring, we got to make sure we leave enough to bring wood for the stand <laughs> canvas to make the we'll sign. Just use the 3d printer. In our off time there working, the Elon won't find out. <laughs> it took us Nobody th- tell Elon. It took us three years, but we finally printed our lemonade stand. <laughs> lemonade now on Mars. 
Elon Musk just like, did they do that? <laughs> <laughs> We've been plotting and planning for years. <laughs> Our time is. Camera l- looks over at the lemonade stand. It's just like the shittiest looking lemonade stand oh you could ever God. see. It's like half melting. We can't keep the plastic cool enough under the Mars heat. Uh. <laughs> it just stays in a semi liquid state. Sorry, guys. We've got to jack up the price again. This is very limited shit. It's going to be another three years. We need more plastic. Send Can plastic. 3D plant print some freaking wood? Actually, that is possible. I've seen it. I've seen 3D printed it's like concrete. Wood, it's almost like a wood glue kind of mixture. I will say the 3D printing concrete one was kind of disappointing. And it was like, oh, I mean, that is technically what we're doing with the plastic too. But it was just like a container... Filled with, like, with wet concrete that poured out in layers using, like, a jig system. Yeah, but, I mean, and that's like, super impressive. It like, is cool, and I'm like... And how strong those houses are, like, it's actually really impressive. It makes sense, yeah, and, like, it does make it... Oh. It's solid concrete, but it's just, like... I'm like, hey, that's... That's not really, and then I started thinking about it compared to... Regular 3D printing, I'm like, no, they're they're just melting plastic and yeah. putting a bunch of layers of string. That container is the extruder. Yep. Okay, well, I guess that is pretty true to 3D printing. Um, I just think that it's cheating because it makes too much sense. This is too much sense. Hey, wait, it doesn't even have to heat it up. It's just pouring wet concrete and shapes. You could do that with a bucket. Just not as precise. So, I mean, as far as my items go. Oh, yeah. 3D printer? Or we're using Elon's. Yeah, we're using Elon's shit. <laughs> He's got better 3D printers than me. not wasting my space. So, I guess we got to put some uh, 3D printer plans on, on one of the hard drives. I'd probably have a box dedicated to house shoes and <laughs> hoodies. <laughs> like comfortable clothes. Okay, yeah, I definitely... Um, I didn't think about personal items like that. A full suitcase of my clothing. Apparently, I'm just showing up naked, but I got a lot of Kool-Aid. Well, no, you'd be showing up in your Mars suit. Oh, for sure. And then you'd have to... I your, just your, shitting your, it. Your main clothes and... Because, like, we'll just say that your daily clothes are provided for you because they're, like, technically work clothes. Yeah. And so, we're all in Elon's diamond mind, if Right. Well, uh, not only that, but like, I could see that happening anyway in like legitimate, like real life. Them sending the daily clothes because those clothes are probably are made out of something or like made special for like long lasting comfort and shit. For tracking purposes. Get on it, Hanes. (laughs) But. Yeah, strike a deal. Well, the real money is when they introduce that, like start marketing that to earth people back on earth like mars clothes yeah mars cotton mars grade mars grade. it's above military grade mars grade clothing mars grade usb something like that but yeah so you see where i'm going with that yeah anyway so house slippers and hoodies house slippers and hoodies and like comfy clothes um that'd be one box so one item um, I'd probably bring my computer and Damn stuff straight. too. 
Do I get to count my second monitor as part of the one box? I would assume so because I I had in my brain included mine. Okay, I didn't know if we just we're gonna stick to one monitor. Or that's a that's existence. the case. I'm gonna buy a bigger monitor before yeah. I come. <laughs> nah, you can have two monitors, three Macs if you have that. Um, let's see. Beyond that, um. Nothing. Well, I mean, there's actually, I mean, there's plenty of things. It's just hard to like really break <laughs> down, like, and plus we never set a number of to how many items exactly. or boxes you get. It made it very difficult. We'll say five. Really, okay. Um. So Tommy's got <laughs> three boxes and two and boxes, two of, boxes Kool-Aid. of Kool-Aid. You only have one box of Kool-Aid. I have one box of. The lemonade, lemonade Kool-Aid <laughs> that you gave me before we left. Yeah. Hey, bro, I'll have room for these. <laughs> I thought we got more boxes. Um, And then I've got my hoodies and house slippers and stuff. My, my comfy box. clothes in one box. That's two boxes for me. My computer set up, that's three boxes. Sounds like you can fit a lot more Kool-Aid. Um... I would honestly probably dedicate another box to like we'll just say like I'm on baited breath right now. I wanna try to say like I'm trying to do this without being like oh well just a bunch of small items I said not to do that, but like yeah. just like small electronics like walkie talkies, switch, <laughs> that kind of sh- stuff, you know. Sure, whatever. We're making up the rules anyway. Yeah, we're changing them as we go, too. We'll wait till so. Elon sends out the newsletter on what we're really allowed to bring. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, man, that that last box would probably be uh, on my, my stash food. <laughs> so many mini Kit Kats. Ding-dongs and Hostess Cakes. Reese's. Oh, yeah. Honey buns. <laughs> um, some chocolate, chocolate peanut butter cup, ice cream in there. Some bug eyes. Red Bull in there for sure. That could be a whole variety pack of all sorts of stuff. Like, you know that scene in Home Alone when he's in the hotel and he opens up the thing and there's just like all, his all that candy and all that, all that stuff. Or that scene that. in Harry Potter when it's pretty much the same thing where he opens up the door and it's all the candy and all that good stuff. Man, dude. That'd be sick. I still dream. Like, I will have that in my house one day. Oh, Little candy pantry. Candy I can't have stuff like that around. I'll go, I'll go work and come back. I understand that's a- Well, in all fairness to that, like, going ham on it, um, I'm pretty sure it's better to go ham on it in one sitting to than, than to, yeah, like on a schedule could, and stuff. I could see that. Because it's, still it's, well, that's prolonged, not only for your teeth, but like the prolonged sugar, mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, you know what I'm trying to say. Uh, right. But also, I mean, it's going to be a lot easier to work off. Let's see how many calories is in this one bag. 
There's uh, eight servings, 140 calories per serving. We'll just say 200 to make it easy math. So 1,600 calories if you ate that bag minus a couple hundred for actual purposes. But uh, It's a whole lot. It's a lot of work. It's a lot, and your stomach's going to hurt if you do that. I think, but honestly, like the that's going to be a lot. Uh, I don't know. You're You're not getting your body used to having that on the daily. Yeah, exactly. I think I think the biggest danger with like eating the like eating some candy on a daily basis scheduled like that is you're setting up more of a like addiction to the sugar cuz sugar is addictive. Like there it's so oh, yeah. proven. I don't know, think it, anybody is questioning of, that. Yeah, it's like it doesn't destroy your not. life like cocaine or anything, but it's it is it equally could. as addictive as cocaine. Like, it could. Did you ever see the guy that got addicted to pizza? I know that's not sugar. <laughs> but but I'm just saying like having something where your body's like expecting to receive it regularly sets up for that dependence and then also like you know your body you it, it needs sugar in its blood. Like that's you want to maintain a good blood sugar, and if you're being supplemented with candy at regular intervals, then your body's gonna be less reliant on its ability to produce that, and it's your pancreas, and then you know it puts you like higher risk for diabetes and stuff like that. Whenever you're not letting your body do its thing, mm-hmm. whereas like dealing with one large blood sugar spike because you maxed out a bag of Kit Kats is a lot less chance of like shutting. Right. No. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I still don't think I would do good with uh with having a, a pantry of, of sweets. Like we have a cabinet that's our snack cabinet and that's like pig bars and like beef jerkies in there. You know, like I snack on beef jerky quite a lot. So like we have stuff like that and like protein bars for bike rides. It's mostly like the bike ride cabinet. Um but yeah, like it, it's good to have stuff like that, but for a while we were keeping sweets and, and stuff, and it was like, oh, this is, we can't put a sleeve of cookies in here. Like, it's a bad call. Yeah, I mean, in in my case, we're I'm, two very different people. In oh this yeah, situation. obviously. I think I would have my stash pantry, mm-hmm. my ca- candy pantry, um, separate from my food pantry, obviously. Yeah. My candy pantry, which also consisted like my cookies and all the junk food oh, and yeah. stuff, but I'd have it all nice and organized, like a nice place place for everything. Refill mm-hmm. easily, refill. Know what I'm out of and stuff, but uh, I don't know. I I think at that point I would just uh, it's like, oh, am I doing this for my dessert tonight? All right, like, yeah. and I'd just grab like a little, just a little plate and just kind of <laughs> grab what oh, I wanted. God. Within reason, you yeah. know, like I know what when, like, oh my gosh, if I elf this, yeah, you're not and, like, like busting out a chocolate fondue fountain to be like, right, okay, Mike, time for dessert tonight. It's Wednesday, pouring maple syrup in it with a mm. bunch of M and M's, and you know, I'm not talking like that. Like, beat me up, Scotty. I want that. You know, I know. Hey, if I eat this much, my stomach's gonna hurt. There's no way I'm gonna eat this much. Yeah. Like, that's what's my like big limiting factor recently, and I think. Because I had, like, 
cut calories so hard at the beginning and now it's like gotten a lot easier to do like in a reasonable way but a lot of my food choices are like oh man when i eat that i just i feel so bad like physically feel bad not even like feel bad about the fact that i ate it it's just like my body hates me for it i hate me for it i'd rather just not do it and get some that i'm gonna feel better after anyway right that's been Oh, I bet. Just, uh, food, food's like a weird relationship and it's something that is like a very hard thing and you can need to just come to terms with somebody like with your own relationship to food. But I feel like whenever you do, it's like a really awesome introspective experience and you can be like, oh, okay, like kind of have a bit more control if, if you have, if you feel like you have issues controlling food, which I, I don't feel like you've ever really had much of an issue with it. No, if I mean, some would argue the opposite. Yeah. Like, usually it's food that makes me feel better. Yeah, I mean, sometimes it's still like that. It just depends on what mood I'm in. Mm-hmm. It's not like I'm in like I'm depressed. I don't feel like eating. Like I'm not talking like that. It's, it's more just like, like going, going, oh, going, I'm, and oh, yeah. I didn't eat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I've I've definitely always been a or never I'll miss like a meal kind of kid. Be in the middle of something and be like, oh shit, like I'm starting to feel weak. Yeah. Oh my god, I haven't eaten like 24 hours. Yeah. Then, yeah, it's. We have went on quite some tangents on this. I'm telling you, these. I don't even know if we've if we've wrapped up ones. our original thought. <laughs> I don't either, but. Maybe that's for I the best. I think you finished up your boxes and my boxes, so at least we got Mars squared away. What about the... All right, now what about the Marianas Trench? <laughs> oh, God. I, for real, though, like, Deep Sea has always just... It's fascinated me for sure, and, like, I, I am obsessed... Not obsessed, but, like, artwork of Krakens and, like, you know, something so large that it makes these huge boats seem puny, like... Always yeah, what if me. there's what if there's sea serpents down there that you could like drive buses down the middle of? Um, it's amazing and fascinating, and no thanks. That's why I don't want to go down there. It's because what if that's down there? It's amazing, awe-inspiring, and like I feel like would ruin me mentally if I saw it. Fully grasp the size. You know, that's something in like video games. That I don't feel like they ever really grasp, like get the oh, like the yeah. feeling of it down. Like it always, like I'm always like, ah, that would not be that scary. Yeah, I don't know. There's definitely some games out there that like I don't know. I guess it's just hard. Drive fear I guess it's really just well. hard to. No, I'm not even talking about like driving fear. I'm talking about those particular scenarios, like of being like underwater with like a giant monster and. Oh, like having it really even in movies like i feel like that's super hard to get a person to under just comprehend just exactly like i think it's because you don't what that would be like you almost never really have a frame of reference that you can like pull from in your actual life that's like when people show things to like try to exemplify like how minuscule a person is in the grand scheme of solar system and it's like wow yeah like that's a really small thing compared to this really big thing but it's not very impactful 
what? because you're eventually it gets to a point where like your brain just doesn't fully have an association for it so it doesn't like it's not that you don't comprehend it because like obviously it's comprehended to make it but you don't feel it yeah well and i think to add to your point i think a lot of that has to do with it's just such a unknown world yeah that you're yeah, like you said, your brain is just not used to it. Like, your brain's not used to space, so of course yeah. you're not going to be used to seeing stuff in that size factor. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like it puts you next to a bus, and you're like, that makes sense. I like, know how that feels. And then it puts you next to a building, and you're like, yep. And then it like puts you next to a town, and you're like, uh, kind of? Yeah, and then it's like a state, and you're like, yeah, I'm pretty small. And then it goes to like uh, two planets, and you're like, what? Yeah, like s- as soon as it zooms out, it's just like, it's just okay, like, I'm lost. It, yeah, it loses its effect, but like it still gets the point across. But the effect that it feels is is lost, and I think that's what is like the effect you're talking about with games and movies. Is you know it just you know what did give me that like feeling though. Mm-hmm. Like this is one of the only times I've ever like watched something. And it wasn't even like a live action; it was actually an anime. Yeah, this is the only time I've ever watched something and been like started feeling like kind of on edge or creeped out like thinking about what was going on because like i was just like oh my gosh and mm-hmm. like it was attack on titan okay um if for those of you who don't know it's pretty much a bunch of giant human very, very looking beings i don't know but they are pretty much mindless and they just go around eating people and they've got these big giant walls and stuff that they try to keep these things out and there's like a task force that goes out and kills these things and there's a whole big conspiracy behind it turns out yada 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 it's not a bad show not for the uh weak stomached it's or it's definitely one of the most uh, graphic as far as like blood and gore yeah like uh, and there is a live action movie that they did make of it. I heard it wasn't. Oh, I'm sure it wasn't, and it's. I mean, it was. Live action, animated live action usually is not the way to go. Dragon Ball really showed that. Well, plus I think they just haven't figured out how to. Well, because like, and we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> I have my theory on that. Uh, so, but Attack on Titan, man, I literally I was like watching. It, I'm just like. I just like look out the window and I look at a tree and I'm just like, that's how tall these things would be. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like picturing it scooping me up and stuff. And I'm just like, dude. Yeah. Cause that gets it. That's in a frame that like, well then you start like, and then not only that, but like if you're into biblical history or anything, like there's, there's talks of like giants yeah. roaming David the earth and stuff. Lion. Right. And like the Nephilim and all that stuff. And like, so you start like thinking about it, you're just like, Oh my gosh, this is like this would be possible or whatever, yeah, you know, could or have good been possible right, or, or could have happened or some degree. Right, like you know. So it's like one of those things where it's just like my brain pretty much instantly clicked. Whereas like the day after tomorrow with the yeah. big storms and stuff, I'm just like I've seen big storms but nothing like that and like But I think like if you live something that would like break the world, I don't really yeah think if you lived like maybe on like the coast where like it's starting to get to like because i don't think florida would have like the same reference of like okay well yeah they see the storm come in they know what that's like but then it freezes everything it can't freeze we're in florida 
you know so like right like there's just like further up the coast gets enough of the experience of seeing the storm come in those storm walls and then they also can have harsh winters not mutually at the same time but like they have both those things happen i think people there would have that like oh my god that's real type of like able to like associate it there where like maybe you know, where we don't yeah because well, we never really like we've seen storms come in but like watching a hurricane come in year after year after year like kind of gives you that frame of reference and then like i said the harsh ice yeah i would definitely say those the people who are more afraid of everything in their life would oh, definitely God. go to that i think most people because you hear people like living and you know those oh, most he- of the time they just board hurricane. up their windows yeah, and they're like, like yeah it sucks it's hurricane yeah. and outside it'll be over soon that's how my freaking two friends from wow who live like in the carolinas they're like yeah we had to board up the windows hurricanes coming that was like last year and i'm like y'all ain't going nowhere they're like no nah, it'll be over soon enough why leave i don't know because there's a hurricane coming yeah i mean to us that's like completely foreign like yeah yeah, so like I I definitely could see that. Um as far as why my quick theory on why uh anime in a, 7 seconds, my quick theory on <laughs> anime and why it's you not speed up that much we had a little bit of a lead in. And why they haven't uh done good going to live action. Right. So, you know, in anime, you have the really over exaggerated oh, stuff yeah. like you know, in Dragon Ball Z, they'll punch somebody and, like, it's almost like time stops for a second and then that person just goes flying across the freaking state or wherever yeah. they are, you know, the countryside, through some cliffs and stuff. And so, like, not that they couldn't do that, going through the cliffs and doing all that, but it's, yeah. like, that exaggerated moment of when the punch hits and it just, like, stops for just a second and then it... He goes flying. Something about it just doesn't translate. In live action. Like, in anime, like, when you're thinking about it and you see that and, like, you're into it, it really does click, like, oh, my gosh, he hit that person so hard that that energy is, like, almost like, it's almost like it's reverberating through that person. And then it just explodes, you know, like. like, Pull them the rest of the way. Right. Like, it was a delayed effect. It's like, it's almost like breaking the sound barrier or something, you know. (laughs) I get it. And, uh, you yeah, know, or them, like, them moving really fast and stuff, like. And it lo- it just usually looks so cheesy, even if, like, it's true to how it goes in, like, the drawn version. Just something yeah. about seeing it done live action makes it so cheesy. No, absolutely. And, I mean, there are very few... And not this is not just with anime either. This is like comic book movies and stuff too. Uh, Marvel has obviously done a very good job with a lot of their stuff. There's even some cheesy things in oh, what yeah. they've done. But I will say, when in uh, what is it? Is it Endgame? Was that the very last one or? Talking about, uh, I'm talking about the one before. So when Thanos oh, first comes wait, in, yeah, you're asking the wrong guy. I'm Infinity, not, I'm not huge on. I think it's Marvel the Infinity, uh, Infinity War, probably, or something like that. Or that sounds like one of them. I don't know. Like it's I said, been I, a while. I don't really follow the Minecraft universe. Not Minecraft. 
I'm like MCU. All right, let's wrap it up. That's it. Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. Wait, wait, I did, and like I was actually like I've nerded out on that yeah. quite hard, so I'm pretty ashamed of myself that I don't know what Shame. the name of this but Shame. is. But uh, hopefully the listeners listeners know what I'm talking about. But whenever Thanos comes through like the portal yeah. and stuff, when he's got the space stone, he's coming through the portal. That has been that was like one of the most believable things I've seen from like mm-hmm. a fictional like cartoon coming to a live action yeah and i don't know even in live action period that was one of the most believable things i've seen and not not that it looked like a super real portal or anything just the just way like, that it looked and appeared and stuff believable. in material i was like it was another one of those things where it just clicked in my brain where i could visualize it happening like right yeah. in front of me and stuff it's and like, yep if this was real that's how it would be yeah like it was done very well, and mm. I I give kudos to that that studio for pulling that off because oh, right that this is something that I've thought about a lot, obviously, and uh, yeah. yeah, it's uh, it just amazes me when they are able to pull that stuff off. No doubt, it's a hard thing for them to do, but whenever it works out, it's it has a huge effect. I think. Yeah, definitely. Um. I don't know. I've I've tried to think of ways that they could make anime or cartoons like easier translated into live action. Um some I don't think are ever going to be able to get there. Unfortunately, I think without for being just super fan-loved only. Yeah. I think if it's for it to be like widely successful, it's going to have to be a very boring anime for it to be a believable live action and i feel like if it's a like good somewhat typical anime it's always going to be awkward and cheesy in a live action because like seeing a drawn character like be so over the top expressive and like you know like what's like do all this crazy stuff it you have like a certain level of tolerance for it because it is so unreal and not in this world and then whenever right. you're seeing an actual human do these things you're like it's kind of cringy bro like i don't know it's kind of awkward it's cute when they do it not when you do it and there are some uh exceptions you know yeah. like i feel like if they did like a cowboy bebop or a trigun or like exactly. case closed or something like that and I feel easily like translatable to human those are much more toned down as far as the, like, like the exaggeration, the anime, the, yeah, the typical anime things of like being over the top and everything. So yeah, I like those, and, and that's where I, I definitely was speaking very broadly when I said it have to be a boring anime. But Naruto or Naruto One Piece and stuff. And that's like, like probably not going to be good live action. Like Death Note had a live action that was awful, and that's probably one of the most like normal boring not boring by any means but i wouldn't even say the, normal no but as far as like the setting is a real life situation in a real life area and like the the crazy anime part of it is the death note and that character and like and i feel like he looked good in all everything but it's just like to to be a protagonist in an anime you 
makes you such an unbelievable person. Yeah, well, and I would also blame, I mean, I'm not trying to diss on anyone. I've never seen it. I'm not trying to rag on anybody's work or anything mm-hmm. like that. Um, but I would say if it was, and I've never seen Death Note for that matter oh, okay. either. It's I know really, what it's about. really, really good. I highly suggest watching it. I know what it's about and stuff, but it's just like, I feel like in that sense, it's just like the Batman movies. Like, you know, some Batmans are... It depends on who the Batman is. There are some Batmans where it was completely like, I mean, obviously the Christopher Nolan Batman series, the trilogy was classic Adam West Batman. You're like, holy shit. That's like literally earth, but like another dimension. Earth. Like I feel like felt like we were just peering into another earth, you know, watching what was going on. But, uh, you know, like there's, there's been so many different feelings of Batman. Right. Because of all the different actors for it. And maybe it was like a, a casting choice. I will say another anime real quick and then we'll wrap <laughs> this up. Another anime that did really well going mm-hmm. into live action, or I should say they did a really good job on the live action of translating the anime. And I mean, extremely well. And I'm I think this video, I, or I think this movie was slash show because it's like an old 90s anime that wasn't long at all uh i think they did it just so well like i mean i I really give them kudos but it was alita battle angel oh yeah where so i actually i've I've read the the manga for it i haven't watched the movie but like so good i know of it yeah that's you can find the anime version of the mm-hmm. movie. It's like a two-parter. Yeah. On YouTube, okay. you can watch it. Um, and I mean, it's legitimately like yeah. you go then go watch the live action, it's and it's like holy shit, they did this. Like yeah. whenever I read through the first manga, I was like, oh dang, if this what's the movie's about, I see why people are like hyped because this is really cool of like him finding her in mm-hmm. you know, like a junkyard and bringing her home wrapping her up and like yeah the the manga was really really cool and i'm not one to read manga it was just like a like a humble bundle comic pack and right. it had a whole bunch of stuff i was like yeah sure i'll give you a dollar and that was one of the things in it but um yeah that was surprised me i was honestly whenever you're talking about it i was like josh please do not say the last airbender movie because that was the worst example oh no that ever. was a terrible which is one of those that's like I want them to go back and redo that. I'm like, delete this movie. Please, like, redo <laughs> I don't say re- delete it. It was better than the Dragon Ball Z live Not action. Not much. They, like, had, the like, eight people do a freaking, like, two-minute-long choreography dance and lifted a pebble. No, listen, I totally agree. Like, the Dragon Ball one. You can take like the the Marvel Studios and have them go make that movie. Honestly, I something. think that's something that's needed is to have a major studio that like understands the content content. Oh, absolutely! I think but that definitely a, made a huge difference in the this Marvel oh, universe yeah. that they've created, and that's something that DC's been struggling with is finding that team of yeah. people who really understand the vision of what's going on with uh dc um 
but it looks like they're kind of starting to get their crap together. Who knows? Uh, Did you before? We... I think they've just went ahead and skipped Marvel and said we're doing our multiverse before you. Yeah. So that's kind of what they're opening with. Did you see the, Which, the preview uh, for the new uh, Batman? A little bit. Um, I'm not actually like mad at that either that they're like going straight to the DC multiverse yeah. and kind of re- bringing it all in that way. I, mean, I think that was very smart instead of doing another MCU. Because yeah. me and my old boss, we used to have these conversations like how in the world are they going to pull this off without, I mean, even if it's amazing movies, it's still going to be like, but Marvel already did it. Like there's still going to be that one factor of like, we've already seen this. Yeah. But because they're doing jumping into this multiverse factor of it first, like mm-hmm. they're almost like betting on ma- mass confusion to get more people to watch all their stuff. We shall see. All I know is I does that make the, sense? Yeah, I think I get what you're saying. Uh, I saw the we talked about it at work about the new trailer for Batman v Superman. It is dark, gritty. Loving it. I'm not like super big on superhero movies to be honest, but I was like, okay, I'll watch this. This is like definitely continuing some of the like feeling from Dark Knight, mm-hmm. but like taking it in a different direction. Yeah, to my knowledge, this is more uh, not so much in the cartoonish way of like the villains and stuff, but, but this is more the cartoon uh, Batman. Is where it's more of like a detective series. I don't like, know. The there's a like fight scene in it where well, Batman still fights in yeah, the cartoon, he still fights, and he's absolutely. still a badass. But the the part of it was that like you know there's always the argument Batman does not kill people, depending on which Batman comic yeah. writer you're. Well, yeah, for, as far as at. comics go, but like traditionally, Batman is not supposed to kill people. He is incapacitated, but in this freaking trailer he punches a dude like four times more than he definitely should have and they were just crunchy wet sounding punches and i was like well that's gonna be a trailer in the arguments of batman has killed people <laughs> video like oh my god it was, I was like, that was that was a little dark guys yeah, I mean, well, but that's where DC's going. DC's mm-hmm. going for the adults who grew up watching that's what they had. Call, honestly, you know, Avengers has been all about trying to get the kids. They're Maybe trying to get the job. The, you know, yeah, they they bank on nostalgia, but then they know what that they know moving forward it'd be best to bring in new audience. Right. Whereas DC's like, let's let's Just bring in the people who've <laughs> been watching our stuff this can. whole time. But I don't think it's a bad move. No. I really don't. I think it's going to work for them in their own way. In fact, I think their content, it's always been a little darker and more mm-hmm. serious and, you know, more ma- I wouldn't even really say mature, but you know what I'm trying yeah. to, like, go with. Um, So I think it's... more on the rough side. Yeah, and I think it's a lot easier to realistically portray their heroes and villains and characters mm-hmm. in an more adult setting. I agree with that. You know, Suicide Squad would have been so much better if they would have taken like a more Joker-esque approach of, hey, this is 
not a movie for kids. Yeah, instead it was a disappointment. But I still anywho, liked it. It, it was wasn't, all right. It wasn't great, but no, it definitely is not. It didn't make a top any list of, for me. But but the Snyder cuts of all these movies are coming out. Yeah, and that makes me happy because there is like an ungodly amount of film that was cut from all this, and they're all being put together as like legitimate like. These are what the films should have been, which from the talks of them, this is what we all wanted to see DC in the first place. But yeah. we'll see. We'll see yeah. how it goes. Let's we'll see. Well, we have definitely went a little bit over our time. That's Nothing right. wrong with that. Surprising, I must say. Yeah. And what a turn this podcast took. <laughs> yeah. So tell us what you'll bring with you to Mars or if you'd rather go die to a giant sea monster in the Marianas Trench. You can tell us your answers on Twitter at SBPH6. You can send us an email, sbphcontact at gmail.com, or hit us up on the Discord channel. We'd love to hang out, play some games with you guys, talk, and like I said. We can even watch some anime together. Watch some anime. We can talk about what you're bringing to Mars and how we're all going to be on Elon's Diamond Mine. You know, and uh, maybe that's uh, one more. The last thing we'll plan before the end of the year is up is What's the next uh, thing we're going to add to this podcast? Are we going to start doing videos finally? <laughs> finally. Maybe after a year. Yeah, you know. That'd uh, be pretty sweet. Maybe we can start getting our live stream sessions and, oh, yeah. you know, hey, we're going to watch anime or we're going to play this game this this time or just random stuff, yeah, you know. Talk about it. It sounds pretty cool to me. Otherwise, I only have one more question for you, bro. Brother, I look forward to this every time what's what's the question what up brother what up Burda.